Hi, and welcome to Take Some Time Off with me, your host, Maeve. I am an educator, a yoga teacher, and a wellness advocate who recently quit her job in New York City and moved across the country to Salt Lake City, Utah to take some time off. This podcast explores what it means to use my time productively and offers weekly suggestions for mindful and meaningful uses of your time too. Stay tuned. Hi. Wow. It feels like it has been a minute again since we last talked and I am so appreciative of all of the people who have been following and listening and following my new Instagram, Take Some Time Off podcast. Um, It means a ton to know that there are other people who this content relates to and whether you are dealing with burnout or just exploring ways that you can use your time outside of work. I am so glad that you are here. Um, If you are interested in helping me out a bit, you can like this on iTunes, review it, and um, follow me on Instagram and share it with your friends because that way more people will hear hopefully some information that might help them too. So unbeknownst to many of my friends and followers, I have been embarking on a sort of mission for the past several months. I have been attempting to learn how to dance. (laughs) So this has been quite a little journey and I can't wait to share it with you. I have tried to learn dances at home. I've tried to interpretively dance in my living room and then I have also attended a couple of dance classes one which was like a high intermediate advanced level and uh, we were asked to perform in small groups in front of the rest of the class Um, and you can imagine um, how that went or if you can't imagine I'll let you know it did not go great Um, So anyway, I am learning how to dance, and I can't wait to share my experiences with you, but before we do, I want to tell you a little bit about why. Why dance, why it's important, and why it might be something for you to check out too. One of the reasons why dance is so special is because it is a universal human experience. In every culture, in every language, to every music, with or without music, since basically the beginning of time, humans have been dancing. Um, If you think about it, it is thought that music, when it was originally like made, which is a wild thing to wrap your head around, but was made from movement. Um, Think about like tapping your foot or clapping your hands or even moving your vocal cords. So movement is really intricately tied to who we are as people and dancing as like a form of expression is a uniquely human thing. Um, And so there's something very primal and beautiful and kind of unifying in that fact. In addition to the fact that dance is like this cool, abstract Um, phenomenon, uh, there's also a lot of research behind why it's actually very good for you and your brain. There's a part of your brain that is ignited, like the reward system of your brain that can be tapped into when you're dancing. And so you're 
kind of in the same way that you it, it can also be tapped into when you're listening to music. So when you feel happy when you're dancing or listening to music, um, there's actually neurological reasons behind that. Um, there's actually a researcher um, advocating for dance as a uh, treatment, like a part of a holistic treatment for diseases like uh, Parkinson's, chronic pain, and mood disorders. Um, There's also a really cool study about how um, when people go to live performances and you're with a live band or seeing someone perform music live, um, your brain in some ways actually links up, it like synchronizes with the other people dancing in the room um, and they have like synchronized brainwaves. Um, so there's some really cool like brainy stuff that goes on when you dance. And then I also was doing a little research into dance. Um, there is a professor, her name is Kamara Lamoth, and she wrote a book called Why We Dance, A Philosophy of Bodily Becoming. Uh, and here's what she had to say. Returning to the initial question, this definition of dance points towards a circular answer. Humans dance because dance is human. Dance is not an accidental or supplemental activity in which humans choose to engage or not. Dance is essential to our survival as human beings. Without the barest ability to notice, recreate, and become patterns of movement, without the ability to invite impulses to move, humans would not be able to learn how to sense and respond to the sources of their well-being, to people, to nourishment, to ideas, to environments. Dancing is essential to the rhythm of bodily becoming by which human persons become whomever they are. I think that's a really eloquently uh, phrased excerpt about how uh, movement is like this integral part of our person and our spirit. So with that in mind, I want to talk about one other reason why dance is a super great way to spend your time off. So when I went through yoga training, um, we spoke a lot and learned a lot about the chakras. Um, If you are not familiar with the chakras, then this might sound like a little bit out there. I don't know. I don't know who you are and what your thoughts are. Um, but I would ask you to stay open and listen for a minute because I think that it's actually really cool, whether it's, you know, metaphysical or metaphorical. Uh, I think it's a really great way to look into our well-being. So the word chakra literally means spinning wheel in Sanskrit. And it describes these energy centers. There are seven energy centers um, that are located in really specific points along the spine, according to yogic philosophy. And they run from the base of your spine, the root chakra, all the way to the third eye, um, which is where that phrase came from, at the like middle of your forehead. And some even believe that that chakra um, actually extends out into the universe. It's kind of a connection to the divine. And that's why intuition and stuff can come from your third eye area. Um, so the chakra system is sort of a way to think about how the connection between your body and your spirit. So they have physical spots in your body, but they're not something that you would like see in a x-ray, right? They're energetic spots. Um, but when you're thinking about how you're feeling physically and emotionally, um, it can help to know about the chakras to isolate 
where there might be some blockage, where there's some buildup or something you needed to work through. And similarly, um, it's a great way to channel like intention and energy. So if you're really looking to speak more honestly or say something that's really hard for you, you can meditate or um, do some exercises to access your throat chakra, where um, our source of speech and truth. So the chakra that I want to focus some time on and connect to my new hobby of dancing is the root chakra. Um, the root chakra is called the muladhara chakra in Sanskrit. Mula means root and adhara means support or base. Um, so it literally means like our, our root or our base of being. Um, it is considered the most important chakra because it's the entryway for the spine and along the spine all the way up to our third eye. The energy can't flow if it's blocked at its very base at chakra number one. So when you're looking into chakras, it can often be a good place to start um, and to learn about more because it's kind of like the first, it is the first and the most crucial one. Um, the root chakra is our source for our basic needs. So it's associated with like having enough food and water, feeling safe and secure. That can also mean emotionally and having our emotional needs met with support and community. Um, it can also be associated with our instinct and kind of our primal um, sense of needs and desires. Physically in the body, it's located um, at the base of our sacrum and it can also be associated with like the colon and the kidneys. And um, I'm going to read a little excerpt here. So the root chakra provides the links between our energetic system and the physical world and is our base for our life force energy. It gives us the motivation to eat, sleep, and procreate. When it comes to our psychological and spiritual nature, it helps us develop our personal integrity, self-esteem, and sense of belonging. And that is from... Um, And that's a research by Shauna Freshwater, who is a, a doc doctor and a licensed clinical psychologist um, who studies this stuff. So anyway, um, when your root chakra is balanced, you will feel safe. You'll feel like a sense of belonging in the world and you'll be free from most fear. When it's imbalanced, you can um, experience fear and instability. So that can look like anxiety, panic attacks, worry, depression, nightmares, um, a disassociation from your body. Physically, that can look like um, really lethargic um, energy and maybe problems in the colon or bladder. Um, so when the root chakra is blocked, um, it makes sense that you would feel very insecure. I am an anxious person by nature. Um, I think both genetically and just in the way that my personality is. Um, and so when I looked at the chakras and saw that there's this root, this sense of um, safety and security in the world, that sounded like the best thing ever to me. That sounds like exactly what I need. To unblock your root chakra and to 
release yourself from a lot of that fear and anxiety. There's tons of different ways you can get there. Um, red is the color associated with the root chakra. So one easy thing you can do is wear the color red, which is something I love to do. If I'm feeling like anxious, I find some red stuff to put on. I have a couple like go-to red shirts and that just kind of remind me to stay grounded and centered. And you can also do a lot of meditations on grounding. Um, you can imagine your root, your, uh, base of the spine actually being roots that reach down to the earth wherever you are and kind of hold you tight and close and support you um, because that is how the universe works for us I think so um, there's tons of different ways to balance the root chakra and to open it up for energy to flow um, but one pretty spectacular way is through dance so when you dance, you're connecting not only with this like primal instinct, this primal human nature that I talked about before, um, you're also letting go of a lot of inhibitions, you're moving your body, and um, movement is a great uh, way to counteract the sluggishness that you might feel, the anxiety that you might feel if your chakra is imbalanced. Um, certain types of dance where you get lower to the ground are specifically good for um, the root chakra. So I know like um, Sahara Rose did an awesome podcast about um, dance hall music, which I haven't tried. Um, but that's particularly good for your root chakra because you're really connecting with that um, pelvic area of your body and you're getting lower to the ground and that can connect you more with the earth. Um, and just the act of putting your feet on the ground and moving them around um, can help open your chakra and make you feel more balanced. So with that in mind, I want to tell you a little bit about my adventures into dance in the past month or two. So I decided that I wanted to try dancing um, after learning about the root chakra, but then it took me a while to actually commit to it. It was one of my New Year's resolutions last year, one of my goals. If you want to learn more about that, um, you can check into my podcast about developing healthy habits. I did not develop a healthy habit last year around dancing and adding dance into my life, but I'm going to this year. So I knew that I wanted to commit to learning how to dance or learning more about dance. Um, and my girl, Maggie Rogers, if you don't know who she is, she's blowing up right now, so you probably do, but I want to say that I knew her first. Not really, I don't know who she is, but um, she's a performance, she's an artist, a musical artist, um, who's super cute, and I like to think that if things had gone differently for me and I had musical talent, I would be her. Um, Maggie, if you're listening, I'm obsessed with you. Um, anyway, she recorded um, a music video. She released a music video for one of her songs, Falling Water. And the music video is so beautiful. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's directed um, and choreographed um, by a famous choreographer named Emma Portner, I believe. And she is... Um, really into like contemporary almost like improv dance and so Maggie in this video it's just like her out in the desert wearing this crazy red um flowy like 
cape almost. And she does this like wild, just like primal dance. And it was so inspiring to see her like let go like that. And also just that form of dance really spoke to me as a way to just like let out. It just looks like such a great way to let out what's ever in because you're just like moving in a way that feels good. It's less about like choreography and like steps and more just about like moving your body. So I saw that music video and I did some informal dances to it in my apartment. And then when I sat down to really commit to learning a little bit about dance and dancing more, I tried to learn the dance. Um, Instead of describing what that process was like for you, I'm just going to play a couple of clips from the learning process. I had planned on like sharing with you my before and after, including a video of my um, choreographed dance and that didn't happen because uh, I'm not there yet in my dance skills but um, let me play you a couple of clips of what I was doing when I was learning dance at home okay thoughts after my first 20 minute dance session um, I'm one minute and 50 seconds into the choreography uh, like I've watched that much uh, to think about learning it I've learned like four of moves. So good news, at 2.40 in the video, she lays down. <laughs> and okay, I'm about to start session two. Oh, excuse me, that is my, the sound of my cat biting a paper towel roll. <laughs> She's just pushing it back and forth. So, as you may have been able to tell, learning a dance just using a music video in my living room was not super effective and was eventually discouraging. <laughs> um, so thankfully, I have a couple of very cute friends here in Salt Lake City, and they agreed to go with me to a dance class. And I really wanted to try contemporary dance, mostly because it looked the most like what Maggie does in her music video. So, uh, about a month ago, I went with my friends to a contemporary dance class. Some background info, I don't dance at all. I mean, I like do silly stuff in the club, um, but nothing legit. And um, I did Irish step dance when I was a kid, and I loved it, actually, well, to a certain point, um, but choreography does not come naturally to me. I never felt like a natural dancer, but I did love the way that music and movement were combined in dance. So I showed up at this class and I'm like super duper nervous, like honestly, almost not hyperventilating, but like a little short of breath walking in. I was scared. And what followed was an hour, I think it was just an hour, an hour of some of the most cathartic time I've ever spent. So the song that the instructor chose was Medicine by Daughter, which is a beautiful song. And what I learned in this class about contemporary dance is that the main deal is that you're connecting your emotions to your movement, which is exactly what I wanted to do. Because when you think about uh, your chakra system and just 
the way that our bodies and our brains work, when we can find ways to unite them, uh, we feel good, right? And sometimes it can heal us from the problems that we're feeling or the symptoms that we're feeling like anxiety and depression. So this song, she kind of like gave us a little bit of a emotional background before it going in. And it was just super relevant to what I was going through at the time. And I did not learn all the moves, but she was like a super kind and, um, compassionate instructor and so I felt confident enough to go with it anyway and thankfully I had some friends there that helped too um and we eventually performed it in groups of five in the class and that was amazing um and I just left being like it was like just feeling so good and calm and balanced um in a way that I hadn't felt in a while um, and so I decided to try dancing. So since then, I haven't gone back to that exact class. I've tried a couple other ones that haven't resonated with me as much. So now I know, which is great, that um, contemporary dance is the way that I want to go. And I plan to go back um, at least twice a month is my commitment. Um, so that was my experience with dance. And if it sounds scary, it was scary, but I would totally recommend it. Because first of all, that experience of trying something that you're not good at and putting yourself out there to learn something new is so, so satisfying. It's so good for you. Overcoming fears and practicing that regularly is so good for you. Um, and also, you don't know if you might find something that you love. I know that I did. Um, and then there's also other ways that you can incorporate dance into your life. So if you're someone who's like, I'm not going to go to a dance class, I'm sorry. Um, that's cool. You should do whatever you want. Um, but think about dancing more in your everyday life, like a little bit of dancing when you wake up in the morning or when you're doing the dishes, finding some music that really gets you moving when you're getting dressed or when you're doing chores or folding laundry. Um, and recognizing that harnessing the joy and the power and the instinctual nature of dance and being comfortable with that Um can be really, really good for your body, your mind, and your soul. So that is it. That is my tip for this week. If you're looking into how to use your time in a way that feels really meaningful and sustainable for you, how to take some time off from your day-to-day grind, think about dance. It's a great way to balance your chakras. It's a great way to connect your body, your mind, and your soul. And it also lets you release some stress and access some joy. So maybe you'll take a dance class like I did, or maybe you'll just find some more ways to incorporate dance into your everyday life or check out Shanti's hip hop abs. I know that I'm going to be doing that this week. Oh yeah, Shanti, he's my boy. Um, but whatever you do, I hope that you have fun doing it and remember to take some time for you. If you liked this podcast, please share it, please review it, all that stuff. And if you have ideas for ways that I can use my time or things you want me to look into more, let me know. I would be so happy to do that. Thank you so, so much. It means so much that you're listening and I will talk to you soon. Bye. 
almost forgot, for this week's Who Could Relate portion of the show, um, I wanted to give a special shout out to Netflix's Back with the X. (laughs) It is the dumbest show of all time about um, Australian people who broke up and are thinking about getting back together. My partner and I watched it in one day. And it was an immense source of joy and laughter for the two of us. And I hope that it may be for you. If you like trash TV, check it out. It's trashy and fun. Thanks.